Final part one. This is the Saniac Podcast. I am Shawnee Suisa, podcast producer from LA, and this is my awesome co-host, Zach Calhoun. Oh, we're here to subvert your expectations tonight. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. If you're new, this is the Saniac Podcast, where we do all things MTV's The Challenge. We have an awesome website, saniacpodcast.com, where you can get tons of challenge content, fun games, and all that good stuff. Obviously, follow us on all the social media platforms, at Saniac Podcast, all over. Facebook is definitely our most active. So if you found us anywhere else, come check us out on Facebook. We have tons of content here. And this is where we do all of our live videos every week here. So you can hear the podcast live for yourself and not have to wait for our slow ass is to get them uploaded. Uh, Before we go into the episode, let's quickly talk about our sponsor, Stitcher Premium. They are awesome. You can use Stitcher Premium and listen to all of your favorite shows ad-free. And we have an awesome promo code. So use promo code SANIAC for one month off your monthly plan. It's really freaking cool. I highly recommend it. Uh, I've been on their uh, I've been on their plan now since they become our sponsors. So I've got a year free with them and I've been exploring everything and it's just fantastic. I really like the platform. So again, promo code is SANIAC. And let's get into the episode. Holy shit so people are going to be stopping in to our live tonight expecting certain things to be said um i'm really interested to see how this goes people uh i'll tell you what i'm kind of annoyed that we have the same opinion on this because i was hoping to come in here and fight you (laughs) i know i was like i was actually hoping to come in here i'm gonna be bashing I'm going to be bashing some people tonight. I'm going to be bashing some people that we love to bash. However, there's going to be a Paul Calafiore, uh, like burning at the stake going on for the next however many days. Where, you mean the challenge world? I think, yes. And I think we feel a little differently about it. We do. Um, We really do. We may disappoint some people. Well, we feel differently than I think most people are going to feel about it. So we're going to disappoint some people. I don't even think the car stands are going to feel the way that we feel. I, oh, they're not. Um, they're, they're going to use this as an opportunity to pump up their girl and just bury Polly, I think is what's going to happen. So don't I'm worry. interested to see how tonight goes. Robert, don't worry. We'll run down the episode as usual. If Arlene isn't here, she never watches it. So uh, we can always be sure that there's one person not watching the episode when we do these. Uh, let's start it off. With the beginning of the episode, this is like the pre-final pump up. Everyone's getting excited. People are working out. They're training. We see them all revved up and getting ready to go. And there wasn't much going on in this part of the episode, but there was one line that CT said during his confessionals that was fantastic, where he's talking about the strength of the UK team. And he drops the line right after listing, like, D has been impressing us, uh, Rogan's been working hard, and he goes, Tori and Jordan speak for themselves. I don't know if he meant it in a comedic way, but just the fact that he was like, Tori and Jordan speak for themselves, both because, obviously, they do speak for themselves as athletes, but also because they talk a lot, I just thought was fucking fantastic, and I just (laughs) love that line. Uh, And then we go straight into stage one of the final, and we get the rundown from MTV on how this bad boy is going to be laid out. And I 
was so excited off the bat because I heard the word checkpoint. I love checkpoints and finals. I love when there's puzzles. I love when there's laps and routes and courses that they have to go run around. I think one of my favorite finals or final formats really was that rivals fi- uh, final with cook and Kara and Paula and Evelyn. And they were running through yeah. and having to get the little relic things and putting the smoke bomb in the little trash. Once they leave, like I love that whole vibe. And I think it's such a great way to facilitate drama in a final. Cause they have to overlap nonstop. People definitely point to rivals too, as a very successful final format. I, I think that that's a, a majority of the people who, who watch the show, would agree with that. And um, I, I definitely agree with you. There, there were some similarities to that with the checkpoint also with the, with the setting. Uh, mm-hmm. Honestly, I already like this final better than war of the worlds one, which while it was, while it upped the difficulty and, and it was insane, it was just in this boring desert setting the whole time. Um, I really like the closed confines of having to run through a wooded area and to be on the course and to it, it just seems more intimate to me it doesn't mm. seem as open space you know middle of nowhere everyone all spread out it seems like everyone's kind of uh uh pushed together and i like yeah, that as I we like that. would see later in the episode i do i like the course format i think it's cool so uh robert everybody else who hasn't watched basically to begin each team has to pick up a gurney and they're these gurneys made out of bamboo these are not official gurneys they look very very like just DIY. I mean, this looks like shit. So already to start off, we know that it's going to be hard. They have relics and sandbags on each one of their gurneys and each player on their team represents 20 pounds of weight that they have to carry. So the fact that they have the numbers on the US side and the fact that most of their numbers are girls who are not as strong as the guys on the UK side means that they're about to have so much more weight to muscle ratio that they're going to have to carry throughout this thing. It's pretty intense. Then they have a course and it's a four mile course that they have to go around four times. So 16 miles total, each lap has a checkpoint. So I'm assuming at some point in the course, there's a checkpoint. I don't know if it's in the same spot and they're redoing it each time. I'm guessing it's in a different spot. They have to finish that checkpoint before they can move on. And no one can have more than four people carrying the gurney, which is a huge fucking deal. So four people can carry the gurney at one time and they can't even switch carriers at the check until they get to the checkpoints. So they can't switch the entire route that they're going, that whole four miles has to be the exact same four people. They can't switch out while they're walking, which is a really intense caveat that they're putting into this whole thing because it completely diminishes the advantage that having numbers offers Team US. I mean, to some extent, right? Because four miles is still a long time. Uh, and then they also ad-libbed a bunch of extra rules. I don't know if you caught this, that TJ, this was definitely not said over there you could hear the audio change that if no gurney uh no gurney could be broken and they wouldn't get a replacement and then nobody could mess with the other team's gurney i mean that did not look like he was saying it right there live while he was giving out the uh original rules so i think they maybe ad-lib that in later to make some of the events that happened throughout the episode more dramatic or more relevant i'm not sure but it was definitely not said there yeah that never looks good when you're explaining the rules of the final and then you've got something that gets added in post which makes it you know it automatic it almost automatically tips you off that there's like something that they need to address and clear up that's going to happen later well the best part of the whole thing uh, was the fact that everybody was nodding in agreement when he was saying it so they were like and it was just b-roll shots of everybody going <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I was like, this is, mm-hmm. they cannot possibly think that they're getting away with this like this is just madness 
so, so anyways, off the bat, the rules, give us your breakdown on the format. Well, I, I could tell right away that what we're, we're getting here with the, with the weight distribution, I knew that you were, you were going to run into something. So, so, so mm. if, if I'm correct, uh, each, you know, each team's weight that they were carrying was based on the, you know, the members that they had on their team. So obviously based on you on team us having more people, they're carrying more weight. So, so we, we know that from the start. Which and is a pretty, of, which is a pretty crazy yeah. disadvantage for them. I mean, it's a lot of weight. Yeah, but which, which, by the way, I mean, when you talk about having to carry, you know, your weight or a portion of your weight in a final, the first thing, the the first thing you go back to is fresh meat one mm. in the exile eliminations, having to carry the weight of your luggage, which is, you know, hilarious. Brutal. But Fucking yeah, brutal. Um, brutal for some, not brutal for Casey Cooper, our girl. Um, her bags but, were pretty heavy, but she just managed to get them done. So, well, her and Wes had the lightest weight, though. They had the lightest team weight, which, which people looked at as, as like the big advantage that helped them win so many eliminations. But yeah, I guess they so, weren't just, Tory. <laughs> so we, yeah, we, we give the, you know, we give them the shout out. But focusing on this, immediately you're looking at the setup of the teams, you're looking at who's carrying more weight. And you look at Team US and you see Zach and Leroy and what you would assume Pauly as three people that you could rely to carry it. But then you have wild cards. You've got Ashley, Kara, and Ninja. And you're like, how the hell are they going to keep up and carry the weight? Mm -hmm. So then you assume that Cam is going to have to carry the burden because she's, she's just you know bigger and stronger than those girls are. So you're assuming that it's going to be Zach, Pauly, Leroy, and Cam carrying this weight for the majority of the run and that's how it starts out but all the advantage for team uk will come in with the fact that you know what's going to happen when they have to sub cam out or they, they have to sub someone else out how's car going to do how's ashley going to do how's ninja going to do and we found that out very quickly mm. uh is you know once once we start getting to the checkpoints and they switch it up and, and we, i mean we can get there with the beat by beat but that that's the first thing that stood out to me was the weight distribution i knew that was going to be a big deal yeah i mean that I, I don't i just don't know if it's as fair uh in my opinion like as fair of an advantage or disadvantage i think if they had made it that they had extra weight but an unlimited amount of people could carry the gurney or they could switch out whenever they wanted it would be different but they're giving them a disadvantage for having more people while not giving them the proper advantage of having more people so it balances out you know like they're trying to equalize it without properly equalizing it and that was my issue with the weight distribution because it's almost like a, a equalizer too far in the other direction without making it neutral you know somewhat i i mean there, there is the the poetic factor of it really wouldn't have been an issue if, if U.S. didn't play so cutthroat and, and get rid of, you know, so many strong players. It, it wouldn't even be anything that, that they, they bothered to care about. But in this situation, it just makes it so glaring that they've, they've left themselves with uh, some very questionable people. And this is literally the worst thing for them to be doing. Yeah, I mean, if they had a whole stack team of guys, it would be a different story for sure. <laughs> yeah, if, if, if you didn't get rid of even, you know, one more of those guys, if you didn't lose Jordan, um, if you didn't lose Josh, Wes, or Josh, Wes, Johnny, who, whoever, just, just jumping back through it, it'd be a different situation. But, but now here we are. And Paulie said it himself later in the episode. He's like, listen, 
I rode with my numbers all the way here. And now this is the situation we find ourselves in. So I have to like take on more of this weight for myself just to, to get us there. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about Paulie's positioning as well on his, um, on the gurney, which really affected yeah. the way in which he could carry it. Yeah. But, but Nelson's Nelson's point is great in the comments where he's saying rewarding the team that lost the most players all season seems ridiculous. And, and I completely agree with that. I feel like the advantage as just in terms of the format of the game for the final should be towards the people who have more players or if they're trying to equalize it, at least make it a fair equalizer and not, you know, just not some bullshit like what they did here. Although I, I will agree. say, um, I will say 20 pounds isn't a big deal, you know, if it's one 20 pounder, but this is like so many more 20 pounders and it's also so much less muscle that they have to carry. I agree. And that's an issue that people have had on past seasons, especially recently when it comes to people receiving advantages that don't necessarily deserve it or that maybe cross the line too much. There's been a lot of talk recently about the Vendettas final with Cara and Zach and how far ahead Zach was. Oh my God. I could talk about how much bullshit that was for yeah. hours. And hours. also, I mean, people talk about that. Wes has been on record about that recently with, with the rivals one final that him and Kenny were so far ahead after the first day and then going into the second day, they, re you know, that, that afforded them, what amounted to a couple minutes of a head start yeah um, i think i think it's always a big deal when they do that because it really affects the outcomes but yeah. at the same time when you look at this team i don't know that they would have been able to carry this even if it was a few pounds lighter so i don't know that it made the world of difference for team usa here we won't really know until episode two but i'm but i just i still agree with that point that let's talk should. about that Let's talk about that. And granted, I'm going to be cribbing some of this rhetoric from Alan um, on Twitter, who, who already mentioned this. But so last week's episode, this entire season, we've been getting hour and a half long episodes. Mm. Last week's episode was an hour. This week's episode was an hour. I don't Next mind week's it. episode's going to be an hour. I, I kind of do. I think it's weird. I, I don't I can't think of any show that's done this where it's like, hey, this has been what we've given you all season long. Now we're going to cut it down. And Alan had it right. Why not just make tonight two hours? That's what, that's what Survivor does. That's what mm. Big Brother does. It's like, this is the finale. This is two hours. Boom, okay. done. Then we okay, get the whole okay. thing. That point I agree with, but, but many shows change the length of their finals versus their regular episodes, but they usually make their finals longer as opposed to with the challenge right now yeah, they're making it shorter it's exactly and, and i mean the penultimate i don't i don't know why last week was only an hour just strange 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 okay last week was definitely weird i feel like there's just some weird shit that goes on at mtv in terms of in the production house and the network that makes this kind of stuff that we can't explain happen you know there, there has to be some shit like that going down there's probably a political warfare just in that office oh my god fabi i actually thought about it so this was my plan uh, granted, it was a half-assed plan because it, you know, realistically, it's not easy for me on a Wednesday to like get home from work and then drive to New York, which is, you know, NYC's two hours away from me uh, with with friendly traffic. But I, I, so they did a watch party tonight. Uh, Challenge Mania threw a watch party tonight, and it was Scott and it was Emily Longretta and Paulie, and then they were advertising more special guests. And I was thinking, like, wait a minute, what if I make the drive there? I watched the, you know, I watched the finale live with Scott and with Pauly and I get all this great Pauly content and then I'll like drive home, you know, at 11 o'clock and I'll just do the live, I'll do the podcast with you via, 
that would be so much fun. That would have been awesome. Obviously, it didn't happen because I'm still here and I'm in, you know, my uh, my hoodie and my sweatpants that you guys can't see. But I thought about it. There's so many people in here tonight. Welcome, everyone. Wow. It's finale night. People want to talk about this. This All is, right, this is a hot topic. Let's do a question to the fans right now. Drop your location in the comments. You want to see where everybody is watching from since there's so many people here right now. And then drop who your favorite was this season thus far. Yeah, whole season. They don't need. They don't even need to be in the final. They, they could have gotten eliminated. You know, who, who was your top dog? Okay, guys, let's go back into the episode. So we start this whole baby off. <clears throat> we go into checkpoint one, or at least they start walking checkpoint one. It's a, it seems like it's close. Like checkpoint one is sort of at the beginning of the first lap. Uh, so it's not like such a large distance. And they get to the first checkpoint. It's the catapult checkpoint. They have to take these sandbag type things and launch them from a seesaw type catapult, which reminded me so much of that Bloodlines final. You remember that one where they had to like, what was it, beer glasses? I can't remember uh, what they were doing. Yes. No, they were Car- drinking beer and they had to, what did they have to sling? Uh, yeah, uh, it was like on one of those stand up. It, it was almost but like a they, seesaw, right? But were they and, were they shooting beer and drinking beer? I can't remember what they were you doing. You had to. It was like the empty glass, I think, right? Oh yeah, to, or, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe shoot something into the empty something glass. Along those I don't lines. remember. I didn't like that final. I don't like that season, especially based on the outcome, obviously. Uh, but that that season, you know, that what you just mentioned, that portion of the final is relevant for tonight because it featured Cara crying during a final, which apparently is her signature. Oh my god, <laughs> this, this this is girl. gonna be the most Cara heavy bashing episode there possibly, was today possibly she did a lot of bad shit this season but man this girl just cries and cries and cries um <laughs> uh, in, in the midst of competition look i'm not going to come down on people for crying a lot i obviously don't but i have a lot of people in my life that do but god damn when you're in the midst of competition like this and you're just crying and essentially complaining it's just oh my i don't know what to say all right. Well, I mean, at the first part she cried out, which was the food, I would have cried out as well. So I completely understand that. The second part, we can get into that. Anyways, catapult. So they have to lung- lunge these things over on this giant seesaw. It's just hilarious when they have these things. Jordan and CT are on the Team UK seesaw. And on Team US is Zach and Polly. Zach, like, lobs onto it at one point. Yeah. He's so heavy and so big. His mass is just ridiculous that he fucking flies it across the stadium uh and then they finally get their rhythm going team uk does pretty well and they end up finishing first they head out of there zach and polly also don't do so bad they end up finishing pretty close right after and on the walk to checkpoint two is when we start getting the first bit of drama on these walks because it's fucking intense i mean like this shit there was a lot of overlap of the teams when they were moving from checkpoint to checkpoint and there was so much drama along the way at least while team usa was still uh, somewhat in the running for the win here team usa end up seeing a path where they could go around them so they cut across they take the lead and team uk seems pretty calm about the whole thing they just keep going whatever at this point jordan also slaps tori's ass i don't know if people saw this but it was just the greatest moment he was just like Oh, I missed the ass slap. Oh my God, it was perfect. It was just like perfect. They were both carrying the gurney and he just slaps her like right there. Could somebody somebody, uh, screen cap that for us, gift that for us? Yeah, we need a gift. We need yeah. to give her that. That was good. Then we go into Team UK finally taking back the lead from them. And they, I mean, this was like a back and forth. There was a lot of this kind of back and forth stuff going on with the lead. But Team UK goes in. 
And then Team US drops the weights at this point. And this is where we start seeing the first signs of fatigue. So this is on the way to checkpoint two. We see the first signs of fatigue from Team USA. And obviously the first signs of Polly's about to pass the fuck out. Yeah. And it was intense. You could see, I, I heard that it was really, really hot there. Jordan tweeted out that it was some of the worst heat they'd experienced all season. So the fact that that was happening on top of all the weight they were carrying and the 16 miles that they were about to have to do, it was pretty intense. But this happened within the first four miles. You know, was, they were already tired. It was a bit of foreshadowing. They, they just give you a little bit of it. You Maybe you don't catch on to it right away. But it, when you look back on it, you're like, oh, wow. Yeah, so there were those signs of struggle, which as the episode goes on, becomes a lot more prevalent and that is great storytelling by the mm. editing team mm. uh, props to them that i, I they mean, did that's a great job it, yeah that's, that's they, how you put it together i really like the way they edited this final i thought it was perfect at least for for this first half so then we finally get to uh checkpoint two and team uk obviously arrives first and this is where we see a math problem i don't know if everybody else's heart was glowing when math came up in a final my heart was glowing when math came up in a final i was just so excited i love when they have some sort of mental competition or puzzle or something that's a little bit more intense than just the the tanagrams that they always do or those kind of you know the puzzles that they've done so many times that a lot of people have practiced them they're just a bit boring at this point so i like when they do shit like this and you know we see Kara's first real breakdown this was great because there's been a lot of debate over the last couple of weeks since we've had two water-based challenges with swimming which really highlighted you know Kara's greatest weakness um, there's been a lot of people discussing what her weaknesses actually are and saying, you know, just because she's a bad swimmer, she's good at so many other things. However, she is pretty bad at math. And we saw this during the final last season, which essentially got her eliminated was her inability to complete the math challenge to the point yeah, that she was. Do you not feel like last season's math problem was so much easier than this season's math problem? It's really hard to tell. Um, because we're, we're catching glimpses of it, but I'm not seeing it straight up. Like on the surface, some of the, the math problems that people had in this challenge are things that like, I'm not great at math. Um, I'm, let's just put it this way. You know, when I took my SATs, which are a lot different now, uh, now than they were back then, because I'm, you know, really, were you, were were you on the 1600 scale or on the, yeah, I I was, Uh I was one of the last classes on the 1600. No, they're back on it now. Awesome. It's way better. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. Because when Eva, my little sister was taking it, I thought she was just using the scoring from before. I'm like, why are you guys using the scoring from before? And they changed it back. So um, I I won't release my scores. I'll just say I did far better on the verbal portion than I did on the math portion. That's just the the way I am. However, when it comes to math and basic math, uh, tonight's (laughs) equation (laughs) that, that people were getting... It's Michelle's something common is so funny. <laughs> She's That's... like, Kara, oh. six plus four equals negative. Yo, Michelle, I was messaging Shani the same thing. I was like, they legit have cards with with numbers from zero to nine on it. And Kara's trying to say that it's a negative. And mm-hmm. there's no way because they don't have negative signs. 
that was incredible. But so tonight's math portion are something it, it it's something that I would be better at than the math portion from the final last season where you're you're having to do all these things on the go. Whereas this is it's it's just as much math as it is concentration and being able to pick out numbers and be exact. And that's that's something I'm I'm pretty good at. Um I I feel like it's a matter of calming yourself down in those kind of instances. And you know, the biggest struggle for Cara, whenever it comes to any of these obstacles, whether it's swimming, math, eating, whatever it is that makes her freak out is always because she isn't calming down because she's not relaxed. She's so tense. She's so worked up and the stress just gets to her that she uh, breaks down in a way where she, she can't compete. And that's her biggest problem. It has nothing to do with not being good at this. Uh, there, there's been a lot of discussion on challenge fans and challenge talk this week, as there always is. There's been a lot of car topics. I feel like I've been throwing some heat. I don't know if you guys have been following what I've been saying on these topics. I feel like I've been throwing my fastball pretty good this week, uh, making some great points. But there was somebody who comes in and they say just the stereotypical stuff. People hate Cara because she's a, a strong, uh, tough female. Yeah, can and people she get over that? Holy and, crap. And she doesn't uh, take shit from anyone. So I broke down that statement and I said, listen, man, what you just said is so stereotypical and just just dumb, because if you actually think about it, that's not true, because she's proven herself to be mentally weak in the within the competition and on social media with how sensitive she gets. And on top of that, she literally just had a scandal within the last year where her boyfriend went just like like all of their business blew up and he Mm. embarrassed her and she took him back and she's very notable for just essentially adopting her her boyfriend's personality when she's on the show so she literally took paulie's shit and not you know just took his shit so you these are stupid statements that's all i'm saying people well i just think from like for me with Kara is is i would like to see her maybe do some sort of relaxation type exercises like I think if she got into something along the lines of yoga or meditation or something along those lines where it's self-improvement based and it's gonna help her because I just don't think that she I don't think that it's it's reasonable to say that somebody of her abilities just even her strength because even a normal person who doesn't have her strength could do a lot of things she does right so if somebody of her strength could figure out how to calm down she could probably be a good swimmer right so Kara is she could calm down for math she could Um, yeah is that a big deal I don't know what that's like I'm well (laughs) she's an only child which also I, I would assume shares qualities with it would be the same if she were the oldest in her family. You know, she would be, if she had siblings, she would be the oldest, let's say. So it's similar to an only child. And they are, as far as I know, and as, as far as people say, especially the oldest, they're more prone to um, anxiety, more prone to, to, you know, being, like having that kind of temper. Mm-hmm. What you, you're one of five. Are you in the middle? I'm the second. And I'm definitely prone to being um, the baddest bitch in the fam. Okay, so I'm a middle child, and middle children. Oh, tend you're, to, you're annoying. I don't like middle children. But they also tend to skew very. It makes so much sense now. It actually very, makes yes. so much sense oh, now absolutely. that you're a middle child. I absolutely. honestly like. I yes. get it all. I get. I get it. It I defines it. a lot of me, but one quality of by the way we have so many viewers right now and we're sitting here talking about like family roles <laughs> we have I'm 69 sorry, right now so there's yeah. actually 69 that's very sexual 69 dudes wow bro um, so middle children tend to skew very 
even tempered, level headed, calm. Uh, and that I, I just have to assume that since Car is an only child, I feel like she lines up more with with, you know, the oldest sibling. Um, and you oldest or the youngest these. because you know the youngest is someone who's yeah. like super dependent um super like can't figure things out relies heavily on the family for stuff I mean I could see her embodying characteristics of both the younger and the older but she I, I don't know the thing is I don't know what it would be like to be an only child I think it would just be insane I think it would fucking I mean my house is crazy 24 7 you never got anything that was your own um I kind of am an only child in some ways. My my me and my siblings were all separated by seven years. My parents did a really weird thing. Whoa, that's like torture. It like wasn't like intentional torture. either. They just did it that it's way. It's like we're gonna make sure we're locked in to take care of at least a child. Yeah, everyone just has lives. their own. Yeah, they have their own childhood <laughs> essentially. Now it's now we're at a point since we're all older where it's like you know you're actually seeing dynamics at work. I do want to go back. I want to answer Jack's question. Jack, I saw. What you. do you say? Jack asked me who I would rather run a final with, Cara, Maria, or Katie Doyle. Jack, I'm going, being that I just uh, finished watching The Irishman, I'm going to plead the fifth on this one. I do not want to incriminate myself, and therefore I will not say anything. I'm taking the fifth. Really? Why not? Because. That's I a don't good question. No, I'll, it's not. I don't want to answer it. I'll, I'll answer that. I'll take Cara over Katie. I don't have, I, I'm, I'm taking the fifth. I don't want to. I feel like Zach's myself. taking the fifth because he actually wants to take Kara over Katie, but he can't say it because then it's, it's plagiarism. You, you can, oh, you no. can make assumptions, Perjury. but you can't, uh, yeah, you can't go based on what I'm oh. saying because I, ref I am taking the fifth. I just realized we really must have offended a lot of people by speaking about how the younger and the olders are. And I really just did that in case my siblings were watching. So they would get a little beef from me. <laughs> get, get some juice in the Suisa household. <laughs> I like to cause the drama. Okay, so let's go back into the app. So, okay. all right, so we get here to the to we're the, at the catapult. Portion. We're at the catapult. No. Oh, no, no, we're at the math portion. No, we're, we're at the math portion. So okay. this is where the episode swings. There are several things here that happen that affect the rest of the episode. Um, so Kara bungling the math portion obviously doesn't matter that much because the U Team UK had the two dumbest people in the competition because Rogan and D are still going. I, I honestly don't know what it is. This might sound racist, but I swear to God, most of the Brits I know, and most of the, actually, I don't know if most of the Australians I know, but most of the Brits I know for sure are just not math people. Like my British girlfriends are just really not math oriented. I have one who's like an accountant, but she's not even math oriented. She's not like quick math oriented. It's just so weird to me that it's such a common trend. And if you saw, I mean, could you imagine Nicole from earlier in the season playing doing this right no. now doing this math no i well i forgot she was on this season <laughs> I know. oh my god i forgot about her but could you imagine her or georgia georgia who's admitted openly so many times that she's just horrible at math i mean imagine that i just would have been dying i would have been dying um georgia is under the microscope right now by the way she's on she is on the hot seat her scandal is still brewing i just want to say Love you, George. We're You'll actually going to be working on a write-up soon about what she said in Challenge it. Mania, so we'll talk about... Listen, she's we'll screwing up. She she's going to get through it. She's going to figure it out. Um, okay, so math Robert. problem. So uh, we Robert, you're killing me. Robert Robert yeah. asks Kara or Ninja? That's a, that's a good question. Who would you rather run a final Kara. Kara. Ninja's terrible. She's so <laughs> fucking bad. 
She's All right, awesome. guys. See, so we have some rational so, answers coming in. Yes, it's not like he just you. hates her. We're, listen. I mean, he does, but. You, you asked the question. I gave you the answer. There it is. I, I, Ninja's horrible. All right. So they finish up the math portion. Team US. Car gets done. And they make a decision here. Now, I teased in. Wait, wait, I want to hold on, hold on, hold on. I just want to, I want to note that as well. Zach finished first and Tori finished first. And Zach got there way after everybody else. So let's just put, let's just put the moments in which Zach has absolutely destroyed these parts of the final because he's done really well, in my opinion. Stepped up for the catapult, came first in the math, does pretty well in the next one. Well, he, here's what I have to say about it. Also, I, I did love Zach shouting out his, his, his college as he, as he got done Northern Michigan. Oh, yeah, that was He's hilarious. Like, NMU education. NMU education. Oh, my God. People are saying I'm Team Cara now. This is what happens. Zach is Team Cara, you guys. You don't understand what he messages me every single day. He's like, wow, I wish I could just profess my love to Cara on the live, but it's going to change my brand. I can't believe how much I like her this season. I wish I didn't because it's really off brand. I don't know what to do, Sean. My brand and my reality are not aligning. Like, this brand. is like this, this is like Guys, what I get. I talk all the about time. my brand all the time. <laughs> there's there's 20 people that know who I am. I talk about my brand all the time. Um, my my dad talks about my brand as if more than 20 people know me as well. That's so awesome. Funny. That, that, that's great. But since I was like a child, he's like, you ought to work on your brand, you know. <laughs> So you've been trained for this shit. That's the LA mindset. It is. It really is. I, I love that. Man, I wish I was out there. All um, Jews brand themselves because the goal <laughs> for all the Jewish grandmas is to marry off all of her grandkids. And so she has to start branding her grandkids like from the second they come out the womb. Oh, she's amazing. Gold. She's amazing. That's golden. So as I teased on a tweet I sent out before we went live, I said that tonight I will be um defending someone that i have criticized for most of the season i will be criticizing someone that i have defended for most of the season and later on i will be sharing my thoughts on the movie easy a which is currently airing on mtv right now oh i love right? easy a so at this point i would <laughs> like to i would like to criticize someone that i have defended all season and it is someone that you just brought up zach nichols he has been great he has been one of the MVPs of the season. No, what the fuck are you going to criticize about him? Right I have now? loved him. I've <laughs> loved his commentary. I've loved the way that he has played. I have, my avidly, I have avidly defended him against really stupid people on Facebook saying mm-hmm. that he was bullying Ninja this season, which is complete bullshit. Um, but he made a tactical error here. What? What did he do? So the U.S. team finished. U.K. team was still going. Zach took that opportunity to say, okay, I'm going to make Kara and Ninja, you know, carry the weight and I'm going to take the break on, on this portion. So that way I'll be rested up and, and be able to really carry us through the next portion. Now I understand the logic in what he was thinking, but because of this, because of his decision to not carry the weight, whereas, you know, CT Jordan and Rogan, they had to carry the weight the whole time. Yeah, the whole time. they, They didn't have an option. It was the three of them on the whole time. The U S gave up you know instead of having zach leroy and paulie on the whole time zach made the decision to take the break and not carry therefore putting ninja and Kara on which was which i understand why he did it thinking that he could give them an extra thinking that they would get so far ahead that it wouldn't matter i but agree it, did, it came back to bite them it proved to be a tactical error because it created the ripple effect of what we saw that came next 
You had all right, two... I'll agree with that. I did not catch, I actually didn't catch that moment. So I will agree with that, but I still love Zach. I don't think that, I do think- I love him tactical, too. I do think it was a tactical error, but at the end of the day, what it comes down to for me with this final is not necessarily one person making a mistake on Team USA because I don't think the whole squad has it in them to properly compete in this final. I think you have Cam, who is the only girl on that team yeah. who is pulling her weight and yeah. actually pulling more weight than some of the guys. And- then you have Zach and Leroy and Paulie's pretty much out of this because of, of what he was put through at the beginning of the final. So exactly. I don't know really so, that there's much of a chance there. Zach made, um, he made an impact in this, in this episode and he was right about things that he said. He certainly, uh, you know, played a big part in even getting them as, as, as far as they did, he succeeded in certain portions. And like I said, he had a reason for doing what he did, but because of the makeup of the team, uh, it ended up being the wrong decision, you know, and, and I get where Zach's coming from when he's getting mad. He's like, Jesus Christ, if I had like one more, you know, if I didn't have to have Ninja on my team right now and we could have had one other guy or Tori or just someone stronger than Ninja, then we could all, you know, not have to take on such a burden right now. We would actually have an advantage having more people, but having more people is proving to be the disadvantage for the U.S., yeah, and there are also four people carrying way more weight, so it's a lot harder for sure. Um, but but okay, yeah, so, in, and, so and, this, and then, you know, so this walk those, this yeah. walk is kind of a big deal. There was a big part of this walk. I mean, we didn't we didn't go through the the order of who finished math, but I can quickly run through it for those that didn't watch. So you had Zach and Tori finishing first uh, for each team. Jordan came in second. Polly came in second. Uh, Cam came in third, and then. With that, a lot of the U.S. team went through. So it was Ninja, Leroy, Ashley, fourth, fifth, sixth. And then you had CTU came in third for the Brits. We don't know if that was, you know, at the end of all of these USAers or not, depending on editing. Um, and then Kara, and then they left. And then you had Dean Rogan at the end. Obviously, that was miserable. And then the walk to checkpoint three. So this is where we're at, where Zach takes the break during this, during this walk, this four-mile walk. And... This is also where um, Paulie starts talking in his confessionals about like the fact that he's only 150 pounds, which was really shocking to me. I thought he'd be at least 170. Nelson uh, I mean, on Facebook was, he was, he, you know, we are hype truthers on this show. Nelson is being a Paulie weight truther. Nelson's saying that he's 150 and he's met Paulie and Paulie seems like he's bigger than him. But, but uh, yeah, I can't imagine that. I just, I, I cannot fathom that Polly is actually 150 pounds. Like that seems so let's, insane to me. Let's put these ratios to work here. I so am much more six, muscle on him. I will reveal my height and weight on this show. I am six foot, roughly 175. Sometimes I skew down a little bit. Polly, as we have discussed, claims he's 5'9". We know that's not the case. I'm going to generously say that Polly is 5'6", five, 5'7". He's saying that he's only what did we what did we say that he was when we were when Greg messaged us? I feel like I, we we made a I, distinct. I think we we settled somewhere between five six and five seven. I th I thought we did five eight. Mm, no, he's not five eight. He says he's five nine, and there's no. I don't way. think he's one fifty. I really, really don't. Like I actually. Well, just... I mean, we did see. Wasn't there the clip of him on the Watch G What G Happens G Live behind the bar, and he looked heavy. <laughs> To Gigi, say the least. Gigi says he's a tiny man. I mean, he yeah, might be he tiny, is. but he has to be. For example, okay, so we can reference this to what Car is because I've heard Car is like 135, 140. Bullshit. Car's not 140. Car is like 5'2. She's yeah, not but she is ripped. Are you kidding me? And she's not that small. She's not like she's thin. a little ripped. Yeah, she's got arms. 
She's got arms. She has legs. Let's relax. She's got legs and she has abs. Have you seen her in a bathing suit? Kara is okay, I'm maybe gonna put, 130. And Tori threw her ass around I'm putting, when they were wrestling. I'm put, yeah, but Tori's 156. Kara's not 5'5", five five, Robert. No Tori, way. Tori's 156. So Tori's, Tori, even if Kara was 135, that's still 20 pounds on Tori. I mean, 20 pounds on Kara from Tori. And Tori's posted her weight before. Kara's 5'5". Five, five. I've never I've never seen Kara in person. Okay, so what about, back a, this up? what about a better comparison? If if Tori is 156, and that was after the season, so she might have even lost weight, then Polly being 150, like relate that to Polly being 150. I just can't imagine them being the same weight when Polly has more muscle mass. I mean, the guy is so much more, his legs are way bigger. His arms are way bigger. Look, Polly, I don't know what kind of muscle mass Polly has. Um, people did make comments, as we mentioned, when Paulie was on Watch What Happened Live after the season was done filming, he was looking a little chunky. I don't know if that was muscle mass, but I don't think he was 150. I think he was knocking a couple. I think those trips to Applebee's were getting to him. I don't think Paulie's 150. That just seems ridiculous. Uh, okay, so, I mean, anyway, so Paulie starts talking about, you know, his weight, whatever, and the fact that, like, he's carrying so much shit. And um, when you think about, at this point, when you start seeing Paulie, he's like, this is the moment where he starts deteriorating on this walk on the way to checkpoint three. And I mean, it's just insane to me. Oh, wait, no, sorry. Hold on. He actually, this is actually the walk to checkpoint three was when they start uh, fighting with Team USA. And this is where CT shoves them over. Well, this so, was so here's, brutal. Yeah. So here's what I want to say about this portion of the walk, because this is key. Also, so we've, man, we just, guys, we just need a height chart. We, we've got Greg saying Kara's 5'2". I don't People think People saying she might be closer to 5'5". Look, I could see Paulie being 5'5 five, five or 5'6 five, and 150. I, that makes sense. I think he's lying about his height, not lying about his weight. Okay, possibly. But I, but I really don't think he's 5'6". That seems a lot shorter than what I've seen in photos. Dude, he's short. We've been over this. Johnny's maybe 5'7". Johnny's no, that's yes. not right. Oh my god. Oh that my god. That's not right. I feel Challenge like people are chart. smaller than you guys think. They're tinier than you guys think. Corey, Johnny, they're both short. CT, he's shorter than you think. CT's six foot, maybe no, six. CT one. is not shorter than I think. I'm five yes, he, foot, maybe yes, three. Is. I see CT. People like think above CT, me. people think like CT is Theo's height. CT is six they, two. Oh my God. I'm leaving. I'm out. I'll see you guys later. <laughs> Finally, he's gone. Um, <laughs> now we can really get into the episode, guys. Okay. So <laughs> this is once and for all. CT is six foot to six one. <laughs> we, we, should, we should. Johnny is five seven to five we, eight. We Paulie should is put, five five to five six. We, we should put up some sort of like poll for, for height on every single challenger and then put like an Excel sheet online so we can get that's an actual fantastic. rundown. I think that's what we need. We just, we need confirmations. <laughs> like, like we, we need to find a way to, to actually we confirm need the challenge doctor just to re start releasing the heights. That's what we need. How you know, tall is Hunter? You know how Hunter's fighters like get, you know how Hunter's fighters short. get their stats released, their weight and height. Like we yep. need that for the challengers. That would be fucking fantastic. We, we need, this is our market. Like we need to make this happen. You know, bananas is not five ten. No way. See, Justin, I think he's, I don't think he's 5'10", but I don't think he's fucking 5'6". How tall is Jody? 
What do you think? Jody, Jody's like five six, five seven, right? She's you Jody's always taller. make the girls taller and you always make the guys <laughs> shorter. That's your she, thing. Uh, that's I found that's that's exactly what your thing is at the height. You always overestimate the girls. You're always like, oh, she's six foot. But when it comes to the guys, you're just like, nah, they're five two. They're five not two. going to deny that. That yeah. is a pretty accurate assessment. I actually thought Susie was a lot taller than she is, and of then I met her in person. I thought did. Susie was like five eight. Uh, she's well, you know, not. Shakira is actually tiny. She, I always thought she was a lot taller, but she's like miniature. Shakira, where did Shakira come from? <laughs> because she's the one person that really always shocked me when it came to height. You thought I, Shakira was tall? Because I thought she, when I was younger, I, all of her videos looked like she had the longest legs. And then all of a sudden someone's like, she's not even five foot. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, no way. Yeah. Tall people can't, they, tall people can't dance. Like Shakira danced in the whenever wherever video. Yeah, that was that was the jam before hips don't lie. Everybody goes to hips don't lie, which is a jam. But whenever <laughs> wherever that broke Shakira back in the day. There was there was like this huge rumor that she was anti-Semitic. So like all the Jews boycotted oh Shakira. God. But I think it was wow. bullshit. I don't know if it was ever true. Uh, okay, wait. So so talk about what you were gonna say about Polly because I know I kind of know what you were gonna say. I yes. have a feeling just the placement of everything so, right on his walk. The second part of my tweet from before the live and people may be disappointed by this. This could cause a ripple effect. I said that I am going to defend someone that I criticized Irving. That's really funny. Maybe <laughs> I frustrated about my That's so funny. I'm good. I'm Wait, all read right. That, read that comment better for the, for the audio listeners. Irving, Irving, says, Irving says, maybe Zach has frustrations about his own height. Listen, people, I'm six <laughs> foot. I'm all right. I cracked it. I cracked the barrier. I don't think I you are. I can live with it. You look very uh, short right now. You look as tall in, as me. Back when I first started playing virtual challenge games and, and was like really annoying people, everybody assumed I was really tiny. How is there know. still 58 people listening to us talk about the height? Yeah, this <laughs> is, guys, I'm really sorry. We were supposed to just talk about the episode. So a person that, that I criticized this. all season long that I'm going to defend, I am here to defend New Jersey's own Paul Calafiori. He is going to get destroyed this week online. Everyone is going to, to just eat him up. And I just want to say a couple of things. You saw after the math checkpoint, the way that they were all carrying. Paulie was in literally the worst spot. He is, okay, Leroy is, you know, six foot at least. We can agree with that. Leroy we'll is- agree with that. Based on that, if we say that Leroy we'll is six agree foot, with that. <laughs> Leroy is four to five inches taller than Paulie, which means that Leroy is going like this. Now, I don't know how many people out there have experienced moving, let's say, furniture. Okay, or, let's or a canoe. Yeah, or a canoe. That's my experience with large, heavy objects is moving so, canoes. Granted, the angles are reversed, but in my experience, I have had to move heavy things, let's say down a staircase, down a flight of steps. The person who is on the bottom walking down the flight of steps with something heavy, they get to hold it up as, as high as they can. The person who is in the back are then at the worst angle because it is coming down on them and they have to squat down almost to to be able to have that. Now, once again, that is because of the angle of the steps. Yeah, this well, they also, flat, all the, all the weight the is also principle. on them. All the weight is also on them. You're just- It's coming down on Polly. In this case, Leroy is holding it up. He's taller than Polly. Polly essentially has all this weight coming down on him and he has fucking 
Ninja Natalie standing next to him, who, as we both observed, essentially had one hand, you know, under the carrier and is doing nothing. He, she's doing absolutely nothing. And then you've because got she's, Kara. She's holding it like, first of all, first of all, not only was she doing nothing, I think we have to explain exactly what the fuck of nothing she was doing because this really pissed me off. This <laughs> really pissed me off. When I watched this, I was just so mad because Ninja talks this huge game and, you know, she... I mean, it wasn't that hard. It wasn't a complex thing to do, but she had to hold it with fucking two hands. Like she literally had maybe a half a hand on it and Polly was holding both of those sides. It was brutal. Also, Greg is so funny. He said, pivot. Oh, it yes. really, really reminds me of that scene when they're carrying the couch. I mean, this really was a pivot moment. <laughs> um, so Ninja's doing nothing. Kara can only do so much because she's, you know, five foot nothing. And she's like reaching up, trying to make it appear. So her and Ninja are non-factors here. That would be me. I'd be like, hello. Yes, Kara's <laughs> essentially like raising the roof. Okay. She's raising the roof. Leroy <laughs> is putting all the weight on Paul and Leroy's beasting it. No doubt. I'm not going to take props away from Leroy. He was the strongest, most consistent person during this portion. However, Paulie has all the weight coming back on him and he has to stand in between Mm. heart and he has to hold both ends up because ninja's not doing a fucking thing and he had to walk he had to have walked so far with that before he started passing out you could see did you see how sweaty he was well so he made this full checkpoint so he makes this full checkpoint ends up arriving at um uh the eating challenge so paulie ends up making it this whole way but this was like I mean, the fact that he even did that, so that's four miles plus four miles. So they're already eight miles in once they hit checkpoint three. So Paulie's now done that kind of a shit for, I mean, even if, who was next to him in the first, when he was going through the first uh, walking point? I can't remember, but even I think it was still, Zach, because so, Zach, yeah, Zach was at the back. So still, even then, you have Zach and Leroy, who are so much taller, putting all the weight on him. So for two rounds of, of four miles now, he's having to carry so much of this weight. I mean, it was fucking hard. It was hard and all yes. he did in this point was take uh was take a little bit of a break like he didn't actually pass out at this point yet you see him start getting a little weary but the fact that he was powering through so hard through this i see what you're saying now by zach making that big mistake because it definitely was but at the same time what would have been the solution to not putting all the weight on Polly if he's so much shorter than zach it, and Leroy? it would have had to be zach Leroy, and Polly carrying the whole entire time and but just it would have cycling had to have been, in I mean, even if Zach was next to, like, they would have had to just keep switching kind of. A th- I mean, they would have had to, I don't know. They would have had to do something because it, it would have always ended up being a lot of weight on Polly's. So, like, Zach would have had to handle maybe the back and Polly do the right side of Leroy or something like that. Look, obviously, Polly has to take some of the blame because this is literally two seasons in a row where he's completely overexerted himself and, you know, completely fucked himself over. Last season when he got purged, he dives into the water and almost like knocks himself out and then tries so hard. Oh, oh. It just messed up over and over and over. I don't know. Last season, I really blamed the fact that he went first in that challenge and the fact that that was a huge disadvantage because going first in that challenge meant that you didn't know that everybody else was going to have such a hard time doing it as well and that you'd have to just pace yourself to finish as opposed to trying to finish the fastest, which is what everybody thought they had to do when they first got up to the challenge. So everybody would have fucked that up, I think, going first. No, I mean, I don't think anybody else would have dove in. Paul, Paulie did a really, a really stupid dive into the water and just wore himself out. Um, I don't, I don't think the dive wore himself out. 
I don't know. It was a pretty high. It was a pretty high distance to to do a dive into, and I don't think Paulie's Greg Luganis. So, um, but at least Paulie knows how to swim. Is he a swimmer? Or is he, a uh, he was an Olympic swimmer. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at, at least Polly knows how to swim and doesn't plug his nose when he jumps into water. So props to Polly. That is, you know, the, the standard that we look for on this show. Um, but in this case, yes, Polly took on so much of the weight back there, which one is somewhat self-inflicted. He could have tried to conserve himself better, but it was like he said, he felt the burden because he brought weaker people to the final with him and he had to take it on. And he tried really hard and he completely wore himself out to the point of exhaustion and passing out. Now, yes, he deserves fault. He deserves blame for talking the game he does and flopping. It's kind of hard to say he didn't flop, but man, he was dealt a really shitty hand at the same time. He really tried and he was in an impossible position walking back there with Leroy in front of him. And I I do really think that uh, a big part of my because the thing is i do think that paulie was in such a tough position but then at the same time playing devil's advocate here i feel like when you look at how paulie behaved while he was still standing right when he was still actually able to compete you see like like he's so cocky and arrogant with his uh, with his ways and his mannerisms the, the shit that he says and this really showed during this segment of the episode when paulie is one yelling at ninja which obviously everybody would have yelled at ninja at this point but then two bickering with jordan and trying to show off and and trying to like block jordan from passing them and trying to make it this whole thing like they're just fighting to stay up at that point and paulie thinks that he's going to take it into himself to maybe cut off team uk they're not at that level yet they're not like these it's not like four badass strong ass human beings carrying this thing and they're able to maneuver whichever which way he wants he's like pushing he's pushing ninja he's pushing everybody he's pushing zach zach starts yelling i mean it was like a whole mess in there. And that I think is where Polly's going to get a lot of his hate on top of the fact that he obviously fell over and passed out and is crashing this final. I do yeah. think that it's going to stem more so from his arrogance and that he can't follow up, follow through on that. Cause say what you will about Jordan. People talk shit about him all the time on his arrogance and everything that he talks about. But at the end of the day, he can at least back it up with action. And that's a huge difference between him and someone like Polly, who has yet to really back it up. I mean, this will be Polly's third season. It took Jordan two seasons. I mean, this it's like crazy, you know? Yeah. This is not, there's not even- Jordan is like a surgeon when he gets to a final. He's just, he, he knows exactly what he's facing. I mean, he just fucking does it. And the fact that he's been in a final and lost before is a shock to me. Uh, you know, that he lost in Rivals 2. Granted, he was up against very strong competition because you see him in the finals he's been mm. in since then, and he's so good. He seems, like, impossible well, was, to beat. I mean, that was, like, his rookie final. season. Yeah, exactly. It was so, different. Yeah, so he that, didn't know. That, that was a learning experience. And then he makes it to the final and X's to him and Sarah, which is just an unfair teammate. Like, Jordan mm-hmm. and Sarah in a final together is, like, I know, unfair they destroyed to it. anyone. They, they, they destroyed just, it. It wasn't even a question. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, Jordan in the 30-30 final with a bum leg, and he dominates everyone. Like, it wasn't even fair. And now yeah, you, see I mean, him in the, you see him in this one, and it's like, you look at him, you're like, this guy's not going to slow down. It, do- it doesn't fucking matter. Jordan and C, this is what we said last week. You see Jordan and CT together. That's dangerous. I don't care how, you know, I don't care what CT did this season that I disagreed with and, and, you know, how I feel about him as a competitor at this point, you know, that he delivers in these situations. We talked about champs for a star season three, 
which I thought was one of the, you know, it wasn't a challenge season, but it was probably the best challenge season we've had in a while. I um, love champs versus stars. And that three. final CT and so Tony, good. you saw it, that CT still has it in these kinds of situations. So Jordan and CT together is just so fucking dangerous. Well, oh now, I mean, CT is now fighting for something else with his kids. So the money really helps when you have a child like that. And I think that for CT, there's so much more motivation there. And then with Jordan, I just feel like he has a great sense of awareness at the fact that this might be super painful. This might be so hard. This might be all of those things that I could let myself get carried away with in my mind. But at the end of the day, none of that is going to matter when you're at the end and you didn't win and you're going to wish you pushed yourself harder. You're going to wish you tried more. You're going to wish you did every single thing that you can. And so I feel he is able to step out of the panic moments or the stress because for sure, I mean, we all think, you know, he's this super tough guy and he is, but you have to train to be that kind of a person. You can't just wake up yeah. one day and be that strong of a human being and be able to compete at that level. You have to really work hard at that. So through likely a lot of practice growing up for him when competing in all the water sports that he did and all the other things that he did, he was able to control, I'm assuming you probably had like some anger with competition because you can just tell that, that was for sure something he had to deal with and he's sort of grown out of. Um, but he's had to like work through all that. And you see someone like Kara, who's done so many of these, and she hasn't worked through it even a bit. And so with Jordan, yeah, he is a surgeon going into those finals. He knows what's at stake, and he's willing to do whatever it takes, and other people let their mind get in the way. You see it. I mean, a good example would be Leroy right now versus Kara, just on Team US to compare two people on the same team, right? Instead of bringing Jordan into this, you have Kara versus Leroy. Leroy is willing to take whatever pain there is in order yep. to get there. And he doesn't like eating stuff. He doesn't like doing half of this shit. You know, he, I, have I would been, say he has the same trouble as Kara does. You know, Leroy has as many issues as Kara does when it comes to heights, water, all of this crap. And he is still putting all of that away because his desire to win is so strong. I have been so critical of Leroy this season. Um, it, I, it's, it's really funny. When you get to the final and you throw out all the politics of it, and, and literally now we're in a final where you see the teams and it's a competition and we're judging people based on just this competition in a vacuum, you can see how it changes our opinions on the people and what we're saying and, and what we're analyzing. Because like Leroy is someone who I've criticized all season long because mm. I feel like he played the game like a bum. I feel like he played politically. Yeah, because politically poorly. it was a bad game. Yeah, but now he's in the final and you see him and he was great tonight. Mm. And, uh, you know, I love the NBA. I love basketball. And every once in a while, you'll see someone who's been a star, you know, someone who's a star in the league and maybe they've never won before. They've never won the title before. And you see them get to the playoffs and they're the best guy on their team. And they just, they have a level of calmness and experience. And they're just like, listen, I'm putting you guys on my back. I want this. I've never had it before. And I understand that it's on me to get it. And Leroy had some of that tonight. Leroy was just like, listen, I'm the guy on this team. My team's in first place right now. And I can feel this. Like I am carrying us there. He had that calm and that skill. And I appreciated that. And as Andrea said, I wish he had that same sort of calm and skill during the season when it came to politics and strategy. Uh, I completely fucking agree with you. Yeah. Uh, as Andrea says, water next week. As soon as I saw that, I was oh, like, yeah. oh, Things shit. are not going to fare too well for him at that point. Leroy has to deal with puzzles and potentially with water next week, depending on what the order is when we get to this purge. And we will talk about the purge. Oh, yeah. We will talk about that. That preview so, next week looks spicy. Yeah. So, so anyway, where we're so at right is, now, Paulie's dying. Where, this is, no, no. This is where, so CT shoves, um, CT shoves them in the... 
Team UK passes them oh, and they yes. keep going. And, and CTL's choo-choo, yeah. which, and which we, I know people love. I mean, they get punished for this later. I knew they were going to get punished for it. I was waiting for it to happen. I kind of assumed it'd be earlier, but obviously like they, they weren't going to let that go, especially after adding in the ad lib. So I knew that that was, that was coming. Um, and then Team USA has to take another break and then they have to take another break. And this is where we don't see Polly dying, but we see his initial, I think it was more frustration, these first few breaks that they were taking from Polly because he was so annoyed with how he was having to carry the weight and it was less that he was like dying and more that he just I mean there, there was like too, you know, there was too much going on he couldn't carry it and Ninja wasn't helping even for, for a bit and so those were the first few breaks they take and uh, then we go right into checkpoint three and UK obviously arrives there first and this is where they, they, they have to do the eating thing so this you know the second that I saw the food shit oh i hate food challenges i hate eating challenges i hate watching them i cannot believe they had a live bug this was so survivor-esque that bug they always eat that on oh survivor. yeah yep. they always eat that stupid bug it's so gross yeah let's talk about Ugh. the running the running theme of our podcast this season us talking about stuff and being like profits because then a week or two later it becomes relevant yeah. last week we discussed, I discussed my theory that Cara Maria doesn't know how to throw a baseball, throw a football. And then we literally get to a point in the final where you had to pick up a coconut and you had to throw it. And people had different okay, approaches. But, but, okay, but would you would you get that? Would you do that that well? I mean, that looked like a hard thing to, to So yeah, it's a little heavier, so it's non-traditional. So it's Zach, different. with his basketball pass, um, Zach shot it like a basketball. It's not just non-traditional. It's like a fucking, it's a coconut. It's wobbly. CT, there's no, like, there's no. Uh, CT very wisely, uh, he shot at granny style. Um, he looked like Rick Barry out there I shooting done. it between his legs, granny style, and, and he drilled it. Kara steps up, clearly being uncomfortable in this situation, and she like leans over and she holds the coconut in her hand and she does it like a ski ball. And I wish we would have seen all three shots that she threw because I guarantee you that at least two of those probably didn't even make it to the apparatus. Like they probably fell into the grass two feet in front of it. Mm. Um, also, by the way, uh, unrelated, were there any lefties? Did you see anybody throwing lefty tonight? I didn't, I didn't see any lefties. Mm, I didn't see any lefties off the top of, like just off the bat. I didn't really look for that too much, but most people I think were throwing with both hands. So it was hard as to a, say. Um, as a left-handed individual myself. Guys, learning... he's left-handed and he's a middle child. It, learning... Everything makes so much sense. Everything makes so, so much, much about sense. Me. I'm left-handed. Big day. Um, I'm wondering if there's any lefties in the challenge universe. Can we find that out? We we need, I want to find out who is a dominant. I feel like lefty a, in I feel Trump like Amanda's world. a lefty. Amanda feels like a lefty to me. Oh my god, Amanda as a lefty would be yeah. great. I just get the um, vibe. I don't know what it, it is. I get the vibe. I, it's something I haven't paid attention to before. I feel like Landon, right? Yeah, Landon's a lefty, right? I feel like Melissa's a lefty. Melissa Reeves. She's and, probably like ambidextrous. Yeah, I I do a couple. I'm slightly ambidextrous. I do a couple things right handed um i can write with my left hand just doesn't look great it's like, i would say i do all the i i identify primarily as a lefty because i do all the main stuff with my left hand eat write, throw um here greg's so. for sure greg for sure has a whole list of lefties greg can you drop a list of all the lefties? Greg, if you have a list of lefties i'm gonna die you really are the stack guy we need a list of lefties yes we need uh, challenge lefties i want to know who i got he, in the club with me. jamie agrees amanda's definitely a lefty i really that's think that's so. really funny so, 
So anyways, at this point, we, get, we do get all the throwing, but this was so hard. This, was, this whole thing was so hard. If you didn't watch the episode, basically they have three tries to get a ball in the basket. This is sort of far away. I mean, it, it was also elevated basket. It wasn't just on the ground. And the balls were coconut, so it was, it was really tricky. And if they don't get at least one in those three tries, then they have to eat a bunch of fucking disgusting shit. Now, I thought they only had to pick either like the shot or the scorpion or something like that, but they had to eat the whole thing. They had to eat the whole gross yeah, plate of grossness in there too ooh, ooh, ooh. honestly the worm would be the worst thing for me just that i i don't think i can ever give anyone shit for eating challenges because i don't think i would do it i actually don't think i would do it like i don't know <clears throat> i mean i don't know i have to really be like in that situation in my life in order to decide if i would do it or not but i i don't know that i would do it that is so you wouldn't gross. eat it that is so i don't even eat like gluten or sugar or dairy like let alone bugs and i mean could you just imagine the 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 scorpion was less scary i think that looked like just more crunchy and just gross but i i could probably get through that a cockroach like if it's dead i could maybe get through that but a live bug it was a big bug a live bug that you have to you have to kill it by oh my god it's just so rogan rogan was fantastic did you see him rogan took the shot and then you see him chewing just as soon as it goes in he's just going no 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 chewed it took it down that's how you do it gross that's how you like so gross yeah i know it's for a share of a million dollars people but i really don't think that that's enough to like if it was the whole million that's a different story but this isn't the whole million well, this is this portion of the the final with the eating is going to be remembered for Car Maria once again crying. Um, what did you think of this? <clears throat> yeah, so you know, eh, while I don't know if I would do it if I was an individual, I think it'd be really hard for me to not do it if I was competing on a team. And for Cara to cry. Like that's, that's intense. That's like her whole thing was really intense, but I don't know if any of these tears were about any of the individual challenges that were put in front of her. I feel like she was really not uh, mentally ready for this final at all and not emotionally ready for this final at all. And it came out. And so anytime there was some sort of struggle for her, tears started flowing and you could see that it was almost like she might be, she might've been on her period. Cause she was just, <laughs> I, I don't even, I'm not even saying that to be mean. I I'm know not going like to really comment. Bad, I've already been in enough scandal. I know it's season. a really bad stereotype. Yeah. Let me take this one. Cause I'm actually a girl, Zach, but, yeah. but I do think that there was something inside of her that was going on emotionally. Yeah. That, it was a live, it was a her. live maggot was inside of her. Okay. Yeah. That, but I'm saying in terms of just all the competitions, I really, I really think that there was something else going on that made her so emotional because it felt like she was just crying any moment there was an opportunity to cry. It was like one thing happened and she would just burst into tears. Guys, but, respond to our so, poll. Do you agree or disagree with Shani? Was Kara on her period during the finals? That is from Shani Suisa. That is not from me. I have not offered up a viewpoint on that. Um, uh, that's. I hope that takes off. That's hilarious. I mean, I don't um, know. I just feel like it makes sense. That's, I feel like the, what I'm seeing in car is how I would react if I was on a final on my period is what, all I'm saying. <laughs> I have two things about this. First and foremost, I mean, Ashley was, was, um, Ashley was very vocal during this portion and also in her confessional saying to car, car, you've done this eight times already. Why don't act like you haven't done this before. What are you doing? And do, I thought do, that was the proper reaction. 
Okay, I agree with her for sure in that uh, Cara should be much more prepared for this final, but I don't know that eating challenges get easier the more you do them. I this they, To me, they seem just as disgusting no matter what, um, experience or not. My my other thought during this, the I think th- I agree with you in that Cara is crying and it's not necessarily related to what she's actually doing in the final. Um, I, I have, we have talked a lot about how much I, the, some of the things that we say about Kara, I know how seriously she takes this stuff because you can see it in her, like all of this pressure, she wears it because she mm. cares so much what everyone thinks and what everyone says. She's so hyper aware of what the people in the community say, what the people on the show say, and when she's on a season like this it just feels like she's thinking the whole time if i lose everyone's going to make fun of me if i if i fail everyone's going to say this about me on twitter she's very cognizant of that and i think that is painted like she's feeling that pressure it's painting the way that she reacts i've i've heard stories from I people could, so i would i would yeah i could agree with that but i I would agree with that. I would say that most people sprung into the spotlight would really care, but after many years of being in it would likely just get stronger and get used to it. And I don't know that Cara ever has, but I yeah, do I agree that I think it's running through her mind a lot. And I mean, listen, it, it would probably run through my mind a lot. I don't know if I would be all consumed with it, but the fact that like she d- is so scared to go into elimination, I would, I would be terrified if I hadn't been in that long and I had such a strong reputation for it. I mean, it's like the curse of Johnny. You know, you're going to go into elimination. You're going to get yeah. kicked out right away. When it comes to the eliminations, part of it is Cara playing the game and the old adage, you know, you can't win money. if it, you, you don't win money for winning eliminations. You know, if you lose, you go home. That's part of it. And that's what they're trying to present to you. Like, this, that's just how you play the game. Mm. But the other part of it is Cara is terrified to go in an elimination and lose and then have to deal with the backlash on social media. Absolutely. I think and, that's probably her biggest fear. Yeah. I, 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 can, I can see it. Um, I think I think that that is for sure. But anyways, also during this time, we got the uh, Tory chicken nugget quote, which was so hilarious. Yeah. I mean, this was, she is the best hype woman to D. She, she was pumping her up the whole time. She's like, it's a chicken nugget. You can get it down. It's a chicken nugget. Just eat it. Chicken nugget, chicken nugget. And she said it so many times, just getting D to eat it. And D, I mean, D smashes it. The rundown for people, by the way. So Team UK, Rogan has to eat. CT makes the basket, uh, Jordan has to eat, Tori makes the basket, and then D has to eat. So only Rogan, Jordan, and D actually had to eat for Team UK, which is very impressive in my opinion. Uh, and then uh, Team UK finishes before Team USA even arrives. So they're already long gone. Then you have Team USA coming in, and you know Ashley has to eat, but she takes down like a shot. I will never take a shot of anything from Ashley if that is what she considers to be. It's just like a shot. Mm-hmm. Zach has to eat, Leroy has to eat, Cam has to eat, Cara has to eat, Polly has to eat. So essentially, I mean, they all had to eat at that point, which was crazy when you can compare it to how few people Team UK had to eat. I mean, it was almost half the team of Team UK that wasn't eating, which was great for them. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't think overall this took them long i think the edit might have made it seem like it, it took a little longer even if you had to eat i think it was only a couple minutes max car might have taken a little bit longer than, than everyone else but uk they pretty much half their only half their team had to eat so i do i would imagine and they had less players and they have less players yeah yeah they, they probably picked up at least a you know a few minutes 
in terms of, of, of getting through that fast. I really wonder how far their lead was or how, how much time ahead they were of team UK because I have team USA because they were killing it. And when they had to stop for the checkpoint for the 10 minutes, so this actually happens right after. So we can segue right into this part. We leave the eating challenge. We go into the walk to checkpoint four and team, team UK is stopped by TJ and they say, you know, blah, blah, blah. You guys shoved them. CT was pretty clear. You manhandled their gurney, I think was the wording he used. And he gives them a 10 minute penalty, which I thought was whatever. It wasn't so bad. And they end up sitting their 10 minute penalty there and then leaving before Team USA even gets to their penalty point. And they, I mean, it was just crazy how fast they or how, how much time ahead they were of Team UK to be able to yeah. have that kind of a lead and still be through that penalty as if nothing happened. Unbeknownst to so UK gets hit with the penalty and they're sitting there thinking, oh, no, this this is this is the worst 10 minutes. That could be an eternity. We're going to get past unbeknownst to them. This is when Paulie really starts dying and really starts blacking out from from his his whether you want to say it's heat exhaustion or just his body completely shutting down from from the overexertion. Um, he looked like a zombie, a complete this, zombie at this point. This 10 minute penalty that UK got, it ended up being like a, a trip to the spa for them. They all got a 10 minute break, really. They lost almost no time. It's probably healthier for them. So much. Yeah. So then they stood up well rested to mm. just blaze through the next portion. And Pauly is dying. He's just straight up dying. He's saying that he can't see straight, which um, I don't know if anyone has ever uh, passed out before. Not, not necessarily like blacked out from drinking, but like actually passed out from I've actually fainted or, before. I yes, fainted. I, I have fainted a couple times, uh, usually having to do with needles. That's the third thing you're going to learn no. about me tonight. I do hey. not like needles. Wait a second. Somebody rewind this back to when the I, when Carr was freaking out about the IV. I, mean, I mentioned it. Somebody I mentioned it. Did you say you didn't like needles or were you criticizing yes. Carr for not liking No, no, no. I mentioned that I did not like needles. And I believe I said, regrettably, I can't like fully criticize okay, Carr well, for this. We've managed to hold 48 viewers thus far. So I'm assuming some of these people are Carr fans in here, just, you know, yes. waiting to hear who you're not criticizing tonight. So if you guys are, please go back to our, our recaps to when Zach so was talking the about- won yes, last to, year to the needles, to the needle scene, to when Zach was talking about it, because I, I kind of think I vividly remember you shitting on Carr about the needles. Nope. No way, guys. Go back. If you want to try and paint me a hypocrite, you're going to have to find, you're going to have to get the evidence to really do it. It'll um, be exciting I, if we do. I don't like getting blood drawn. I'm okay with like a needle up here, but when they have to put it on the inside of, you know, your forearm or on the, on the top of your hand, um, I have passed out before. And what Paulie's saying, it really happens. Like literally you're conscious and then the room just starts like disappearing from you your just stop, eyes. You just stop seeing. Yeah. I remember when I fainted, everything sort of went, it was almost like out of focus as if you were in a camera and everything's going out of focus. And then you start like, like things went black. I started seeing little like shots of light here and there. And then you just wake up. You're like, well, what the fuck happened? I think Greg's right. So Paulie earlier in the episode is like drenched in sweat. But at this point, <laughs> it's like his body is dried up. So it, it start, it, you know, it stopped it stopped the natural cooling of itself. And, and Greg's saying it almost looks like a, a heat stroke at that point. His body's shutting down. It's not sweating anymore. He's just, he, you're getting to the point of what happened to Abe and Sarah on, on the cutthroat final. Yeah, that, I mean, that was that heat stroke? Is that what happened? I believe so, yeah. Oh, I thought they just gassed out. 
Well, um, according to, we I mean, according, a to lot Sarah, uh, according to Sarah, she went into that season completely out of shape because Susie told her on ruins, like, look, I'm not going to work out once and I'm going to make it to the end. And that's what happened. So Sarah was like, oh, I'll do that too. And it didn't work for her. So that's why she bombed that final. And then Abe said on an interview a while back, like, yeah, I just didn't drink any water. I thought it would be fun to just, you know, wake up, go around the final. I didn't drink any water. Shut up. <laughs> on like the hottest, you know, the hottest final most abe, brutal that, that's ever. that's fun for abe that's like what abe considers yeah. to be like a fun he's like fun yeah i'll activity. go run the final not drink any water and you can see it his lips <laughs> are like his lips are pale pale white during that portion yeah so i mean i i think Polly for sure got heat stroke you could see it and based on jordan's tweet about how hot it was it was that was intense i mean that was intense yeah. and he's he's losing it and at this point the girls are getting mad and the girls are saying come on Polly, we gotta go we gotta go we gotta go and Kara is just doing the whole oh well, well Zach, by Polly and I mean Zach starts freaking out at this point he goes ape shit he goes full-on battle is, of this battle oh, of the seasons Zach I mean we gotta really see a lot of that come out and I understand his frustration think about if you're in Zach's position your only other strong ally is Leroy and maybe Cam, you know? I mean, that's that's a hard team to run the final with. You're sitting around seeing how much your team just got destroyed yep. and looking at the other team, which had two of your former teammates on it that could have so helped So Zach has been watching, final. you know, he watched Ninja and Kara's attempt to carry their weight, literally. Uh, he watched Polly passing out and Kara leaning over him, saying she's not going to leave him behind, and Ninja just kind of sitting there making a, a pitiful attempt to pick the bags up and at that point he just lost it he's like god fucking damn it mm -hmm. i told you this was going to happen i wanted to run this with real like real competitors we had so many options on our team this is what i told you would happen and it's all coming out and he's yeah. not wrong in what he's saying we did discuss it i think he made a tactical error earlier in the episode but at the same time he's not wrong at what he's saying he's got a team of people that are uneven in what they're able to do what how much they're able to con to contribute absolutely and Leroy you know Leroy in his confessional then says that Zach is just say saying what everybody is thinking basically and I'm sure they were all thinking it because at that point it's it sucks for anybody who's on that team they this was their season to lose this was team USA's season to lose there should be no reason that they're losing a final when they had that stacked of a team coming into this season they could have no had reason. the best team running this final in the end and they really fucked it up for themselves and now now they're reaping that consequence i mean charlene i agree 100 uh we discussed last week we said hey for all the people that were gloating when laurel lost the elimination of the ninja how you feeling now we just had to go an entire season without laurel and with ninja how did that work out and now you're right how great would it be to have laurel in the final yelling at paulie the way that she did at zach during the final on free agents when paulie's passing out and laurel's like come the fuck on dude let's that go good, that was such a good fucking scene holy shit laurel that would be to that final. Mm. instead once again we're stuck with ninja natalie we had we, to have Ninja Natalie all season. We could have had Laurel all season long. Are you guys really happy about that? You're cool with that? You guys are okay with that? Because I don't she think, lost? I mean, I don't know that Ninja has that many fans, to be honest. I don't know that she does. Oh, she lost them all. But there, yeah. Ninja had fans when she beat, when she quote unquote beat okay, yeah, Laurel yeah, yeah, in the elimination. Yeah, yeah. Fine, she I had lost. fans for about five minutes. And I want all those people to do 
uh, really to issue us an apology and say, guys, we can admit this season really dipped in quality the further that it went wait, on. Without so wait, wait, let's just step back. You want challenge fans to issue you an apology yes. like a formal letter on letter. Personal head? apology. Yes. Okay. Would you like each one of the fans to issue an apology or would you like them to come together and make a sort of I would like that I would apology? Honestly, a great forum for them to apologize would be on Hannah's uh, Challenge Anonymous Confessions page where someone today, <laughs> Shani, get this. I what? didn't even bring this up yet. Oh someone God. today accused me, me of being a Smurf account for Jonathan. Do you, do you know Jonathan? Jonathan Kenneth? I think yes, I love him. Someone, I love him too. We're friends on Facebook. I don't friend up everyone. Uh, someone accused me of being his Smurf account on the Challenge Anonymous Confessions. Page. What is a Smurf account? Uh, of like being a fake, like I'm fake. I'm not a real account. I'm actually Jonathan's second oh, Facebook Oh, you're not a real account. Yes. You, you who is yes. live on Facebook every week yes. talking. <laughs> yes, someone said that that yes. <laughs> there's another person on this page, initials oh, ZC. That's so funny. Not, and then they specifically said initials ZC, but not Zach Cooper. And he is Jonathan's fake account. Oh my God, I'm dead. That's actually hilarious. Yes. Wow, that's so, a funny one. That that's would funny. be people that would be a great forum to go and issue an apology and say hey i really <laughs> laughed when laura lost the elimination and i said this is great karma anyone who said karma but admittedly uh the season was worse off for it and ninja natalie sucks that's what i, I want you guys to say yeah okay well maybe they'll give you that apology maybe they won't i would never apologize to you if that they will they, um, they will <laughs> i would never do that guys i just would never my for my own do pride it. don't do it guys just please don't do it i beg of you he doesn't deserve that kind of satisfaction uh okay so then we also in this moment is when team usa right before this they decide to split up the bag so they already know that they're going to take a penalty for it uh they they don't know exactly what's going to happen what kind of penalty but they're willing to do that they're going to take the sandbags the weight bags off of the gurney and the relic and carry those separately um and then when Polly falls cam is just very aggressive about the fact that they have to keep going keep going they have to keep moving and they you know they have to pick up the bag they're like she's like girls everyone takes three get another bag let's go leave the water bag leave it for Polly and I don't know how you feel about them leaving Polly behind like this I was not a fan of this I do understand that there is to some extent like everybody's fighting for their life but until they're medically evacuated or until he bows out there's not really much you can do and it's a final like he's the one who helped get you guys there by playing yeah. such a strong political game i know cam played a big political part a big part in the political game as well but paulie was a huge part of that you know and he was almost like the figurehead of the whole thing taking heat the entire season so to just leave him there for dead i mean not for dead but for challenge dead that was just felt so Hmm. it's also like a, a gray like area too they're they're hoping that he'll quit they're hoping like okay let's absolutely leave him they're hoping he'll that quit. he'll quit but are they going to like even even if that happened are they going to be penalized for that are we going to have a would we have a big easy situation where he quits I... but but they can't win because they just left him behind what the hell would have happened i don't know i i don't know i think that uh, I think they might have some sort of penalty of splitting up in the team if Polly stays in the final and like tries to catch up with them. That could be an issue. Uh, but I'm not sure. You know, I don't know exactly how it's going to play out. But I was just not a fan of, 
I was not a fan of that entire situation because it's also, you know, the it wasn't like Polly passed out for nothing. The guy was just carrying the gurney with all of the weight on his fucking shoulders the entire time. You know, it wasn't he wasn't being shit the entire final, and now all of a sudden he's passing out. He was carrying the weight of all these people who couldn't carry the weight of the team, and yeah. now he's passing out. And now you all just want to leave him there. It just was very aggressive, and and they're a little bit delusional too to think that they still have a chance in a way yeah. after watching how poorly they've done on this portion. So if you're going to lose, lose with at least a little bit of dignity. And they just definitely didn't do that. I just, I felt like it was just really aggressive of them all. And I didn't like Cam's tone when that was happening. Now. Great point by Irving. Why, why didn't they, like they were seemingly the edit made it seem like last season on war War of the world's one final they were pretty quick with the trigger on dqing people you know georgia got removed early on maddie got removed ninja almost got removed but they let her back in who makes that call like like what what was the difference with paulie why didn't he get removed well i think if medical saw him he was still lucid a little bit and he was saying Mm -hmm. no i'm not gonna quit no don't quit and he was still able to sort of get back up we don't know how it plays out, but like Ninja went into the car and got a yeah, refill of the IV, back. right? So yeah. that could be the kind of case that's happening with Polly. I think it's a bit of personal choice as well. I do think they ask them maybe off camera. It's more, there's more confirmation like, okay, so what are we doing? Are we quitting? Are we not kind of a thing? And I mean, the same thing happens on Survivor as well. Like you can tell yes. that Jeff really confirms if they're going to quit or not. And then it sort of cuts to a scene of him saying, so just to be clear, oh, it's the best. To lean. Like, and he always says that. So just to be clear, medical doesn't think you should go, but you would like to go or medical things. Yeah. That, yeah like he'll he say really, to, yeah. just to be clear, doctor, you yeah. are saying exactly. that even though they don't want to leave the game, <laughs> that you <sighs> have to pull that. He has to define who's a quitter and who's not. It's great. Absolutely. And I, I really, I do love that. Um, so Jamie's saying that he disagrees. They have to salvage the horrible time and they are, they already have and ditch Polly. And I do, I understand with that, that perspective a little bit, but what makes them think that they could carry that gurney without Polly? What makes them think that they're going to be like, he was having a trouble doing it with all of them. I just think it's like, I don't know. I didn't like how they left him behind like that. I thought it was really bad sportsmanship. And I also think that Polly would have been fine had he had some help, you know, a couple people helping him up. I mean, could you imagine if Cam was the one passing out? She's going to want some help. She's not going to want people to I'll tell you what. That. It was a humbling visual for Paulie's team to all walk away with the weights. And then he just gets up. I know. Picks up the, you know, the two-pound water bag so that he can get his water. And falls and just right back down. Gets, him, gets himself together and just takes a long, lonely walk. I will tell you what. Team U.S., the one thing they're missing is Brad um we're talking about big easy and brad during the gauntlet three finale is so good (laughs) this man he keeps calling big easy this man (laughs) i'm looking in this man's eyes and this man is not there he's he's dying and then he and then him and ct are going at it what do you want to do you want to let this man die (laughs) they needed brad with paulie i'm looking down at this man at paulie and and he needs water. He's hurting. And I'm, t- it, you know, I wish we would have had him. Just Nick, for he that. needed something. He needed something for sure. I, I, well, I mean, a lot, there's money on the line for almost every game. And I think sportsmanship could come in. If I'm the link, if I'm the weak link, no matter what, I tell my squad to go win without me. It sucks. 
Yeah, but I don't know that Polly was the weak link that day because, for example, Ninja couldn't carry the gurney for shit. So why should she still continue to go on? Because she's not exerting well, all of her energy properly. The she way I not, see it, she's not giving it her all in order to pass out. In in this situation, I, I think Zach is fully justified for not feeling the need to wait around Polly because Zach is the one who fought against this all season. However, the the people that Polly carried to the finals, uh, Ashley. Kara and Ninja in particular, yes, they owe Polly something. Exactly. Polly's trying to pick them Ig- up. Exactly, yes. so Zach. I, I agree with that. That's almost exactly the, the what I'm thinking right now is the fact that it's not a matter of of them trying to build the strongest team to get the final and then one of them like be passing out i mean they planned this squad they worked hard to get this squad to the end and they left a lot of strong players in the dust behind them in order to get this squad to the end so if they're going to stand behind it the entire season with so much ferocity like they have to also stand with it at the end and to leave him i mean it didn't i don't know what editing was doing during that time, but it felt like they left him so fast. It felt like there wasn't even an option. There wasn't even a, oh, are you okay? Or da 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 da. I really think that they should have been, um, I just, I yeah, I just think that there should have been more there. Well, Matthew, thank you for checking in. First time checking us out. We appreciate that. Um, I, I, I'm seeing Matthew saying, and, and I think Greg said as well, I, I believe, T, I guess they're going off with TJ in the beginning. The, he didn't say anything about, you know, penalties for leaving people behind and, and, and whatnot. So I, I think people are just operating as they're running this under the assumption that if we got to leave someone behind, we'll leave them behind. They'll get removed from the game and, you know, we'll be able to catch up. We'll be able to move quicker. Maybe they're hoping that's what'll happen. Yeah, but maybe. Polly is just not the kind of person, like they're shooting themselves in the foot because Polly's not the kind of person that's going to, he's not going to quit. Yeah. Even if he's killing the team, I- I'm not saying that as some sort of like, like Uber compliment for him. I'm just saying like out of bravado, like Polly is not going to quit. He's literally going to force himself to keep going, whether it's to the team's detriment or not. So the, the you know some of those team members are only screwing themselves by just leaving him there um, <laughs> he's not going to quit and they're going to have to go all the way back to get him a lot of people are saying cam and ash would have made the final but i completely disagree i think ash would have made the final because she would have flipped to either side but i don't know if cam would have made this final if the numbers cam were... might have had to see some eliminations yeah completely and... stacked against her and if she was yeah. going into elimination against some of these people this season it might not have been as easy as it's been in there, the past. there's really like people assume that certain cast members are like a lock to win an elimination that really aren't there's there's really not that many did not win her spot in this final charlene i cannot even believe that you would say that crazy that is so disappointing to hear that is don't do it charlene that elimination was bullshit and on top of that her performance this entire season's been bullshit she didn't have to compete in half of the daily don't do it out because she was so bad charlene take that ninja kool-aid and pour it down the drain don't do it throw it away along with the kanye kool-aid he's trying to pass around oh god (laughs) (laughs) um she won the most controversial producer influence final i'm going to assume that's a comment on Kara by jamie there probably vendettas yeah vendettas okay Uh, the climbing apprentice is such a great name gg i love it climbing apprentice the climbing apprentice is oh my god that's hilarious beautiful 
beautiful that's funny my all my girlfriends in Tel Aviv have been playing poker weekly now it's like this thing and they they called me in for this week's game I was like just on FaceTime in a corner for two hours while they were playing poker and one of my friends poker names is the accountant and it's the funniest fucking name <laughs> she's not actually an accountant but she's always wanted to be and it's just the funniest thing uh this reminds me of that okay so anyways Polly does pass out whatever they all leave him and um there was also one editing point that I wanted to bring up because I do like when we can point out when there's really specific edits that are obvious, which was at this point, you see Kara uh, turning back to like look for Polly, but that wasn't Kara turning back in that moment. That was Kara turning back from a way, a way other point in this final. She Good didn't spot. have any weight bags on her. Yep. Was, she had the water backpack on her back as well. And when she left that spot where Polly was, she had none of that. So that was just a complete edit moment right there. If you guys want to go and see what that looks like, you can go and look at that scene and see, you know, how they, how they played tricks with us. Um, but this was where we leave it off. And then we get the preview into next week. And holy shit, do we get a preview? I mean, this purge that they're teasing is going to be a doozy. We are going to get a puzzle purge. And I believe TJ said what? There's only spots for four people on each side. Is that mm. what he said? Yeah, there's only spots for four people on either wow. team. So that means how many, how many people are being purged from the U.S. One side? person is being purged from the U.K. And, and many, two many. or three people are going to get purged from. Wait, Wait so we have Zach, Leroy, Polly, Kara, Ninja, Cam, Ashley. You got three people being purged from the U.S. side. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. That's a fucking lot. And it's a puzzle. It's a lot. That's a lot of people being purged. Who? So let's take some predictions. Who do we think is making it through? Obviously, I think UK is a bit trickier. D's been doing really well, but I would go with that's my guess, or at least my hope. Um, I, I think Jordan, I, there's literally nothing in the world that's going to stop Jordan. He's a lock. Absolutely. Absolutely. For Jordan's sure. Jordan's making it through. I would say Jordan CT are absolute locks. The The other three are sort of iffy, especially if it's a puzzle. Rogan and D um, are going to be. Oh, yeah. CT's, pretty, CT's good with puzzles. Especially in pressure situations. Yeah, and there's no way CT is not. There's, there's just no way. Um, on the U.S. side. Oh man, Paulie's pretty mm. good with puzzles. What if, what if, if Paulie? If, if Paulie makes it up, up. Yeah, he bombs it the whole time, but then he gets the puzzle and he doesn't get purged. That would be the ultimate Paulie move. That would That'd be, be brutal. Yeah. I would say Cam is really good at puzzles too. Leroy might be in trouble. Uh, Zach is pretty uh, good at puzzles. Uh, Leroy, guys, Leroy is top of the list for most likely to get purged. And what a bitch that's yeah. going to be. That would after all this. suck. That would suck. I actually, that would really, that would just be sad. An all-time challenge flopper and choker. As much as we love you, Leroy, that's what you are. And now he's in a purge situation with a puzzle. Leroy, I don't there know, was, buddy. There was some really good comments in the comment section tonight. I do want to go, I want to go back to one that we missed from Irving, where he said that Jasmine tweeted out uh, that if it was anybody else that was passing out, that Kara would feel differently. She wouldn't feel the same way. She, would, she wouldn't want to stay, you know, mm -hmm. and, and check up on mm -hmm. him and stuff. And oh, I, she would be like, come on, yeah. why are we standing around? Absolutely. Absolutely. I could see that happening in a heartbeat. So for sure, I think that's almost a given. And I think that's also a given for most people. If it's your significant other or it's any other human being, you're probably going to care more about 
your SO and you're probably going to want to have more patience with them at least or, or give a shit to some extent. But Cara also, I mean, she left, she left him at some point. So she did, she did leave. She did cut yeah. the ties, which look, I- you guys know where I'm at. Three people on team us are getting purged and there's, there's nobody rooting more for Cara and Ninja to get purged than me right here, than this guy in Southeastern Pennsylvania, fingers crossed rooting for it. That's what I'm I want so to excited. see. Yeah. I'm that's so what excited. I want to see. We want, we want them out of here. We want them out of here. Zach, we've almost been going for two hours. That's pretty This insane. is great. This is, we're just, guys, I haven't even gotten into my final point yet. Are you ready? You've waited the whole time. Is uh, Irving still in here? Irving I has waited so. the we whole time. 51 people. Where did you guys all come from? Everybody I'm loves the final. To meet everybody. You guys should just drop your names in here. If you've listened to us on audio and you're just tuning into our live show for the first time, please let us know about that. I'm really excited for those people that make the crossover from audio to video. I think it's really exciting. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, and let us know where you found us because this is a little more than we're used to. I, I think people, you know, people are hyped with with the final. They want and they want a forum to sound off, and we are giving it to them. And I know that everyone is here to talk about the final, and that's why I'm going to give you this topic that you've all been waiting for. My commentary on the 2010 film Easy A, which came on oh, yeah. to MTV after tonight's episode. Uh, you guys, I have a couple things I want to say about this movie. I've seen it a couple times in the past, and I was watching it tonight before we went live. I was rewatching it. I do you know a like lot of not, you out there love this movie. Do you not like this movie? Is this like it's not thing? about me not liking this movie. It's about some observations I have of just, you know, sometimes you watch a movie and it feels like it didn't come out that long ago, but then you watch it and you're like, holy shit, this seems so dated. It came out in 2010, but you're seeing things and you're like, wow, what is going on here? There are two things that stand out about this movie. Um, all having well actually the main thing it it all has to do with casting i just want to point this out to you guys i know i'm a little older than most of our people here but i'm not a lot but zach is like pushing 50 right now guys um, i'm not and as i like to point out i may be older than you guys but i'm not older than cara maria i am younger so in the movie easy a the guy that emma stone creates the scheme with once again, this oh, movie came out in dude, 2010. I need to look up the cast. I need to like see what we're talking about here. The guy that she comes up with the scheme with in 2004, six years before this movie came out, played Hilary Duff's best friend in a Cinderella story in high school. Oh. He played Hilary Duff's high school best friend in Cinderella story I love that movie and four his career seemingly stalls out and in 2010 he gets cast in essentially the same kind of role still in high school unbelievable wait this guy Dan Beard yes yeah oh my god that's so fucking funny Honestly, that happened. Do you know Gabrielle Union? She mm-hmm. has been, ca- she was cast in high school things for so long. And also, um, 
who else was that girl? The girl from uh, from Clueless was cast, the black girl in Clueless. Yes. I forget her Stacey name. Stacey Dash. Exactly. Okay, yeah. so she was cast in a high school thing like 20 years after Clueless or some shit. It was the craziest thing ever. It was the craziest jump of time. I mean, it was insane, but she literally looked like she was still in high school. Dude, the casting in Easy A is wild. You've got Amanda Bynes. And keep in mind, this is 2010. Amanda Bynes was like either at the start, in the midst, or just before... <laughs> her you know her going completely off the rails and it's it's honestly so weird to look back at that movie and see amanda Bynes because obviously she had like her starring movies before that i think mm. easy a was the last major notable film that she was in and you watch it you're like i can't fucking believe that amanda Bynes is in this movie it, it doesn't make any sense wait um, she was like the bitch in the movie was that yes, her, yeah, yes yeah, yeah yeah i remember that yeah she, she, she's like like the the, the moralistic girl yeah in the yeah, movie. yeah yeah and then finally <laughs> the other main casting note here <laughs> oh my god pen badgley is in this movie we're talking pen this movie came out in 2010 so this is three years into gossip girl this is gossip girl season three he was era. so like hot, he was just the hot topic at that yes. point and Penn Badgley is in this movie playing, I believe, like the other love interest, the main love interest for Emma Stone. And it's wild. This guy's career never really took off. I need he, to watch this was movie in, again. Yo, he was in a couple movies. He was in John Tucker Must Die, and he was in this. Wait, what do you mean Penn Badgley's career never took off? He's in You right now. He's killing it on Netflix. That's true. I was about killing to say it. that. I was about to killing say it. He came back, which, by the way, You kind of sucks. I'm just saying. Yeah, You sucks. I actually don't like the show, and I find I, it I never, so I never read the book, but people have told me, like, the book is so good, but the show sucks. My dad likes the show. It's the That's weirdest really thing, and because he, like, he doesn't know anything when he goes onto these streaming sites so i'll set him up on like hbo and stuff and he'll just start clicking around and be like oh my god i found the best show <laughs> better call saul anybody hear about this saul saul who knows about saul and uh and he really likes you he just clicked on it one day and he was just he was into it well listen i was a weird show i was watching gossip girl from day one i'm not afraid to admit it guys and i was a big dan humphrey guy i thought Penn badgley more so than the other guys on that show which I mean, I guess has come out come to be true because the guys on that show didn't really end up doing anything. They're they're like Ed Westbrook's group bottomed out. But Penn Badgley, I thought he was gonna be like a movie star. Ed and Westbrook he was is in doing a, some stuff in the UK. He's doing a bit of here and there. Well, Ed Westbrook's apparently doing a lot of other stuff, if you guys know what I mean. <laughs> yes, we've heard he hasn't he, Ed Ed Westbrook has not fared very well in the Me Too age. But Penn Badgley, his career no. just didn't really take off. You know, I read the, that the article about Ed. It's pretty it's pretty it's, bad. It's wild there's like multiple bad. accusations against them which sucks I, I obviously oh my multiple. god there's multiple yeah no yeah. way i, I only knew yeah, about i didn't want to i didn't want to believe it because i i you know i like dad but i mean one is bad enough but yeah multiple yeah, that's exactly. pretty crazy that, yeah. wow so I, yes but pat badgley he was in a couple movies and <laughs> it didn't take off yo stanley tucci thank you yeah stanley tucci as emma stone's dad in the movie I and they're stanley just like tucci. going for it in every scene it's insane we're, we gotta go watch we gotta go i am um, so so uh nate was actually my my second cousin's like really close friend i forget what his name is in real life but he's he's um um he's not doing so bad right now he's doing what's that show called he was oh in God. a couple he was no, in a couple no. movies too he's, he's in a show right now that's fantastic um, chase crawford by the way chase crawford 
Yeah, that's the that's his name. Yeah, uh, boys, boys, the boys. Is that what it's called? It's on it's on Amazon. Mm. It's about superheroes. It's unbelievable. I watched really? it in like five seconds. I was so impressed. And his character is actually really sleazy and a really shitty like human in the show. But I just think it's a fantastic show. It's it's a, a almost like a modern take on superheroes and uh, mixing that in with influencer culture and just society and things that we're dealing with now. I mean, it was super super cool. I'm excited for the new season. It's actually a okay. really good show. I'm going Definitely. to look into this because I yeah. listen. I support any mm. and all Gossip Girl alumni except for Little Jay because she's just the worst character ever. I'm sorry, fuck Taylor you. Momsen. I love like, Little Jay. Get the fuck out of here, Taylor Momsen. Right, so, I don't support you or your band. Do you want a um, fun but, fact? Do you want a fun fact about me tonight? Since we learned so much about you. Oh, I want yes, absolutely. I, I've seen Gossip Girl from start to finish maybe five times. I'm I'm right there with you. M- maybe like maybe six like around except that. Except for uh, I. I don't I'll just I don't watch the last season the last season was so terrible I'll just stop it after season five also watch it in my rewatches but I'll like I'll kind of just put in the background but I I saw it maybe two or three times in full before the last season even came out like yeah like that's a show that I watched from when it when it debuted and I watched it all the way through its run and then like you rewatch it during streaming and it, it um so it's something that I have a really uh uncomfortable amount of knowledge for um and <laughs> <laughs> sorry Gigi no but you know what it is with Gossip Girl I left boarding school when it was already out so my first year out of boarding school which is for those of you that don't know about therapeutic boarding school what the first year you leave is like a shock to your system because all of a sudden you don't have like this crazy structure and you can just do whatever you want and you have access to television which is really insane and so I didn't really watch much tv for a while and then my volleyball friends were talking about Gossip Girl nonstop. So I was like, okay, I need to watch this show. Mm-hmm. And I got so into it. I think it was on maybe the second season. I binged it from that point on. And I was just so obsessed. I'd record every episode. I was so into it. Yo, I, season I, premiere I like little, of season what, two. What's wrong with Little Jay? I like Little Jay. Oh, my God. I, I like Little Jay only because she was such a relatable uh, No, don't, you didn't relate to Little I'm out. I'm, guys, Absolutely. I'm, I'm li- absolutely she's she was horrible. so relatable she's awful she's she awful was, she was the girl who was like on the outs didn't know what to do finally got some power went a little crazy i mean this is such a classic storyline who can't relate listen who? the season four storyline for little jay vanessa and my girl Juliet, played by Katie Cassidy, who I love. I hated Vanessa. I hated when, Vanessa. She guys, was the worst guys, cast member ever. She was guys, so annoying. Are you ready she for this? So annoying. Guys, I liked Vanessa. Of course you did. You, I actually can't even. Believe I you. liked Vanessa. I, I wanted Vanessa hated... to be Gossip Girl. No. Oh, yeah, maybe, I okay. To, actually, she could have been a good. She would have been a good Gossip Girl. Yeah, yeah, that would have been. But I didn't I like her as a character. I thought, just thought she was so annoying. Like, ugh. And I was so. Much much more team Jenny and Nate than I was Vanessa and Nate. Like oh. that was such a hot couple. Yeah, I was down with Vanessa and Chuck when they when they did their thing for a little bit. I was pretty down with that as well. Yeah, I was down with that too. I was down with uh, Chuck and anyone until I found out all of his stories. Yeah. Oh, oh here's my hottest take of all. Mm. I'm loving that this is just turning into You keep into saying the hot takes, but actually none of them are hot. No, this is my hottest take of all. <laughs> I was team Dan and Blair all the way. I was so over Blair and Chuck. Like I after was pretty three, pro team Dan. I Blair. thought Dan and Blair was narratively a very well written couple, and it w- they were they built up to it over seasons and seasons. I called it like season two. I was like, "Yo, I think Dan and Blair might get together," I, and they get I, together yeah, yeah. two and a half seasons later. 
I was so hyped. And then I will say I agree with that, but they had the no fans, chemistry. They had no the, chemistry. The fans or the stands, they got so mad that the show literally had to change it. Like they just Is that what bring, happened? Yeah, they had to bring Blair and Chuck back because of, of like fan reaction. Well, it, I mean, if they had just written the script better to have Dan and Blair actually have chemistry, that would have been such a hot couple. And that's so much better than Dan and Serena. I didn't like that at all. I thought that was weird. How are you going yeah, to date like your stepsister? Man, I really loved Serena when I first watched the show. But when you watch back, she's so infuriating. I know. She's like the I know. most frustrating character you become, to watch. She, oh, when she does that condescending thing to Blair where she like touches her hair and fixes it. Oh my oh, God. Oh my God. Great. And she like puts on her headbands. And, oh, I just wanted to like hit her. I wouldn't never be able to see with a friend like that guys come so back in the, in the off season we're gonna start up the saniac gossip girl podcast we're gonna go episode by episode wait quickly before we before we finish this one out Gigi's comment about the hillary duff threesome that's what yes. hilarious. that was a hilarious storyline that they added i don't understand the depth of my hillary duff obsession uh especially like from my younger years even through to now i still maintain that love when she came on gossip girl mm. that was like the biggest i was like holy shit my I was girl's so happy back. When she came on on my show. Her character's name was Olivia. I was I was in. I was ready for it. It's funny because when Lizzie McGuire was on air, Miranda's like hairstyles and stuff. She um she had put out a small video before you know the internet videos were circulating and stuff. It was maybe through like a commercial break or something. Miranda put a hair tutorial on how she clips all of her hair accessories in and it was just the funniest little tutorial before tutorials were even a thing and it was just mm-hmm. great and I used to do that all the time I would take like a bunch of accessories put them in my hair put them up like she did and it never looked the same I never Yo, understood why speaking of Miranda read up on what happened to Lilane was what her happened? name like after the show was like a couple years after Lisa McGuire she got busted with meth so they, they she, no way yeah. mm-hmm not surprising. Being a child yeah. star is one of the worst things you could be as a kid. It's, yeah, you, you hear a lot it, of the horror stories. Oh my god, like one percent make it out okay, and that one percent being only Hillary Duff. Think about any other child star; they're all screwed. she's perfect. She's just yeah, a she's perfect great. human. She is great. Anyways, guys, that's pretty much like our whole recap. Anything else you want to say? Any other hot, not so hot takes you want to um, throw in? No, that that was really <laughs> hilarious. Um, I think I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna go watch uh, Easy A. We'll see you guys next week for the finale. Cross your fingers, Kara, Ninja, purge them. Purge mm-hmm. them. Yes. <gasps> if Kara gets purged, that'll be so exciting. But, you know, we'll see how it goes. <sighs> we should be so lucky. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We will see you guys next week. As usual, check us out at TaniacPodcast.com. Follow us on all the social media platforms. And, of course, check out our sponsor, Stitcher Premium. You can use our promo code SANIAC for a month off your monthly plan. So go to Stitcher.com forward slash premium and check them out today. It's fantastic. You're really going to like it. And use our code. It gives us a little something, and it'll give you a whole free month. So enjoy that. Uh, All right, Doc, take care. This has been a fun episode full of tangents and um, very uh, tangenty. Yes, that's right. X Uh, on the peak tomorrow. Let's go. Oh, yeah. X on the peak. Get ready for that. My girl Georgia Steele is going to be on there. Lots of Love Islanders are going to be on there. We'll be able to talk some X on the peak next week and see how it goes. I'm hoping it's better than X on the beach. I'll give it an episode. I'll give it an episode. I'll give it a watch. I'll see how it goes. The cast is lit. We'll see see how it goes. All right, guys. Take care. (laughs) 